We're coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Well-briety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, yeah hey what's up unspoken words and the 107 committee do the do the thing do the <laughs> what there you go there you go now, now we it can feels start. off huh because you, you were used to having uh mo hugs do his uh what how does he do that oh hey, yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> but yeah you'll hear that in a little bit uh yeah He's not here right now. He is away. He took a little sabbatical. He will be in about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I got, well, he's supposed to, he was supposed to leave a, a voicemail. Okay. And then he, he said, or he texted me and said, they only gave me three minutes. So he no, sent two. <laughs> so, so he, yeah. And, then he, and he used all, all of, it. of it. But anyway, before we get all into the all three that, minutes or all the three minutes? All, all the three the minutes. Three minutes. Okay. Twice. Twice, yeah. six wow. minutes. So anyway, <clears throat> I am gonna be stepping in as point guard for this evening. This this pot, uh, this episode on what is it? What did you say? One oh seven. Holy cow! One oh seven. Technically, technically, it's one oh six because yeah, we had a mishap per- last week because that was a special episode and I accidentally put one oh six. That's okay. That's okay. We live. We learn. We love. We laugh. The one oh six in Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was good, huh? That was good. good I got. <laughs> but anyway, hey, what's up, man? Sitting straight across from me on my left, you know him as the Pod Gotti number eighty three. Yo yo, in your programs, but number one in your heart. Say what's up. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. Feels and, so very good to be here. And this evening we have a very special guest host with us sitting in. To make a triad complete, uh, baby sister, Miss Athena Stewart, aka Thumper, say what's up. What's up? You may have known, may have heard her from uh, previous. I don't even remember what. Do you know what episode it was? Uh, you don't even know your own episode. Seventy-three or eighty-three, I think. Was it seventy-three? I think it was seventy-three. Yeah. Anyway, back in the house, Miss Athena. Hey. Uh, thank you for coming in this evening. I was kind of short notice, a couple days, but you made it. Through the snow, it's snowing here. Um, yeah, and we were talking about that earlier. Yes. And so you said you don't like the snow? I don't like the cold. The cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I don't mind the snow. It's just, man, I don't like being cold. I don't like being cold, and I'm cold all the time. And I can't drive my little car in there because unless I, I was telling everybody, man, I need to put, like, little skis on there, like on a... um. <laughs> What is a snowmobile? <laughs> Put a like a little. Remember those four wheeler sl- uh, sleds? Oh yeah, <laughs> or like in the front the, yeah. the push thing. The plow. <laughs> yeah, the, the plow. plow. <laughs> so you guys a need Barbie your- one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got jokes. She got jokes. <laughs> Blaze around. <laughs> you guys need to. You need your sidewalk you clean. You probably put like a Tonka thing on there. A little Tonka, yeah. <laughs> so I went from that, and now I'm driving that great big old Dodge Diesel, and it's like wow, like night and day. You could probably put it on the back of the flatbed. 
Definitely. How is that? Which one? Like switching from your vehicle to a big truck like that. It's kind of weird. Like I know like my little car in the summertime, man, I zoom in and out and go through yeah. the parking lot and park anywhere. But now it's like. Man, it's like a tank. It's like I'm driving with big old big hips. old whale. Are you like that? <laughs> like that one? Uh, remember on Medea? Remember the? Uh, is it Medea goes to jail or something? Remember when she pulls in that Kmart parking lot and then that little that lady comes in in that real little car? <laughs> parks her. That's that's me, bro. Flips her off. <laughs> Next thing you're beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, so that's that that's one thing, and then yeah, like the cold, like I didn't know, I don't know if I ever told you the story about the cops pushing me out of the snow in your little car. Yeah, cause no, I think was it last year or the year? I think before? it was a year ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was trying to I couldn't <laughs> yeah. even get out of the parking lot, dude, and I got stuck in, and I'm out there trying to push my little car, and then out of the blue, I heard somebody behind me. Which way are you trying to go? And I turned around. Here was a cop. He pulled up. And Take out running. I almost did. I was Why like, "Oh wait, wait, wait a minute! Now I don't have to do that anymore." But uh, so he started pushing me, and then next thing you know, another one came. So two cops pushed my little car out of the snow. So I was like, "Wow, that was a different experience." And I was, "Oh wait a minute! I don't have to do Who's that." Who's asking? <laughs> Which way are you going? Uh, started start out. Ding. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Which way are you going? Nowhere. That's not even my car. But yeah. It's so. just parked here. It's in the way. It's in the way. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah, Josiah is in, I don't know, I forgot to ask him. He's in Las Vegas and I was going to say, is it warm there? But I know, huh? But probably I, to a point. But you know? I know, like when when they went to INFR, um, my dad and he said it was cold. Hmm. That's that climate change, bro. Yeah. That's the desert gets really cold during the winter. But I until about eleven o'clock. Yeah, in the day or yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, because I know, like Las Vegas, no matter what, it always seems like it's like deadly hot there. Cold and windy, I bet. Cold, windy. He's well, got we used to go there for Christmas all the time, and it wasn't. You know, I mean, it was like sweater weather. Yeah. yeah. In the evening time. In the evening time, yeah, it would get a little bit colder. But so he's probably sitting better than we are right now, and we got a. I did. You know him. He probably got. He's probably chilling with his flip flops. He'd be wearing his flip flops here, <laughs> and a vest. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and just a vest, and then like put a coat on. Put a vest on. <laughs> He's like, man, aren't you cold? And like, no, I like this. And I'm like, man, I just shake my head like this guy's wow. But yeah, he, <laughs> that that one day I was like, man, you need some socks, bro. I'll buy you some socks. <laughs> like, no, I'm all right. He's, he's walking around in the snow with his flip flops on. Like, okay. Get him those uh, glove shoes. <laughs> glove shoes. Yeah. At least, at least, give him some yak tracks for his flip flops. Huh? <laughs> that way he don't slip. They were just talking bad gab about it. He's not even here. So, um, let's see. Okay, well, let's we jump right into this. Uh, I got some trivia for you guys. Just can, to I, kinda, can I Google? No. Oh, no Google. He, do, he tries to do that all the time, too. So I'm the it. only one that can Google. 
I'm just checking. <laughs> I'm just checking to make sure your answers are right. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just go right into it and say, uh, which country produces the most coffee in the world? Colombia. What say you, Thumper? Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> which one? <laughs> Is that the one by the eyeglass place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this guy in his... Oh, well, first of all, the answer is Brazil. It's not Starbucks. Hmm. But <laughs> he was telling us when he got new glasses, I was like, where did you get them? And, uh, oh, you remember that one by Starbucks? And I, <laughs> I was like, man. Was like, over there? Over there. Over there. <laughs> his, his vague answers. <laughs> that one by Starbucks. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, Josiah knew what he was talking oh, about. Oh, man. That's the only one that like that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I meant the eyeglass store over on uh what is it on King and King. 20th? Yeah. King Avenue? Yeah. Right in between Starbucks and Burger King. Or it would have been a lot easier too if you just would have said iMart. Oh yeah. <laughs> iMart. I-Mart. <laughs> There's only iMart in town. <laughs> no, Come on. I wouldn't buy Starbucks. Okay. What was the, all right, here's this will t- test your civic abilities. What was the first state? Virginia. Air in the right area. Mm. New York. Maine. No, no, and no. Pennsylvania. No. Keep going. Maybe you can, you're narrowing. You're just like dancing around it. I probably wouldn't guess it either because it's like a state that nobody ever talks about. West Virginia. Rhode Island. No, no. Maine. It starts with a D. Delaware. Delaware. Almost Delaware's said Detroit. State, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Eight Mile last night. <laughs> right in Detroit. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, a friend of mine when, when she said, when I was in college and uh, my roommate was from Toronto. And she goes, where is that, in Chicago? And I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> So Toronto is officially in Chicago. All right. What is the capital city of Spain? Barcelona. 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 I think. I don't know. (laughs) I think Barcelona is a city in the same country. Is it? Yeah. Oh, no. No, it's not. You're right. What is the... Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I forgot what the question was. Barcelona, Spain. The only reason why. Remember the Dream Team? The Dream Team. Yeah. All right. I I misunderstood. Okay. I was confused, but no, that's not the right answer. You're in the right I have no idea. You're a lot of fun to see. Argentina. (laughs) Argentina. (laughs) Starbucks. Madrid. Oh, Madrid. Okay. Oh, Real Madrid, the soccer team? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. How about, Ask me something I know. I'm looking for... Okay. <laughs> How about this one? You might know this one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who did Madonna kiss at the 2003 VMAs? Justin Timberlake. It's not a dude. Actually, it's two chicks. I kissed a girl. Was it Janet? Ja- no. Is Avril Lavigne? No, Avril Lavigne. No, uh, Pink. There's two of them. It was pink and uh, it was the year before Janet and Justin Timberlake. 
You remember that? Okay, so Justin Timberlake. <clears throat> think of Justin Timberlake around that era. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. That's one Britney. of them. All right, now two and who, of them. Yeah, there was two of them. And Christina Aguilera. There you go. All right. <laughs> wow. yeah. Britney, yeah. Christina. Yep. All right, we got one right. Hold on. I think uh, Josiah just sent me a text. He might be calling in here in a minute, but we'll keep going until he does. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, well, how, how much does the Chewbacca costume weigh? 77 pounds. 77 pounds. I mean, nobody's really going to, like, who knows things like that? 40 pounds. 8 pounds. Oh, well. He says, shall I call or call me, I mean? Should we call him? Yeah. Because you guys are, okay. You guys are boring, he said. All right. No, no, it's not. I mean, I, I, I didn't think it was boring. No, wait, well, well, I'll call him as soon as we get, I get a few more answers out of you guys because this is kind of fun. Right. <laughs> I like doing that to this guy and uh, Josiah because their answers. How about this one, Randy? <clears throat> what is the closest planet to the sun? Hey, <laughs> what is it again? I know Earth is the third. Mars. Venus. No, no. Pluto. Oh, you go. Oh. <laughs> it's like the exact opposite. <laughs> Man, you know I'm beginning to. Th- I'm beginning. I'm beginning to think you guys are just guessing. <laughs> it's Mercury. Mercury. Okay. Mercury, Mercury Venus, Earth, Mercury, Mars, Venus, Earth, and Mars. Okay. Jupiter, Saturn, <laughs> Uranus, <laughs> Neptune, Neptune, and, and then Pluto. Pluto is not technically. Oh no. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right, we'll ask one more, and then we'll give this guy a call. Um, oh, this is too easy. Which name is rapper Sean Combs better known by? Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Dr. P- Love. Dr. Love. <laughs> Isn't it Dr. Love? <laughs> no, it was Puff Daddy, but then he changed it. To Love or something, didn't he? All right. P. Diddy. P. Diddy. All right. P. Diddy. All right, one more. One more. You said that on the last three. I know. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm trying to get one that you should. should. That my sister might know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to to stack the deck so so Thumper can get one. (laughs) All right. Which? Oh, no. I guess that wouldn't. We wouldn't know that one either. How long does it take to hard boil an egg? Oh, my gosh. Ten minutes. No. 20 minutes. You're going the wrong way. Seven minutes. Seven minutes? Three minutes. Seven minutes. Is wow. it seven? Yeah. He <laughs> looked just surprised. Is it really seven? That's crazy because I never get it right. All right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's funny because the last couple weekends we've been making hard-boiled eggs and they turn out crappy. Like the well, whole, like, it's like, how do you, what's an easy way to. Dude, I had to Google it. I Googled it. Because remember, like when you hard boil or when you boil them, and then like if you if you do it too long, the the yolk, the outside yeah. of it is gray. Mm-hmm. But I've seen how they do to where it's it's not like that. So what you do is you don't put them in there when the water's boiling. You put them in there when it's still cold, and then wait for it to boil. Mm-hmm. And you wait a couple minutes, and then turn it off, and then boom, you have to hit it with the ice. Hmm. And then that thing won't be gray in the middle after seven minutes. 
Seven minutes. Magic number. Magic I'm going to try it. You let the water boil for seven minutes. No, no. You, you put it in there when it's cold, Let and then let once the water starts boiling, it says like two to three minutes. Because some people like like soft-boiled eggs. I don't. I don't either. I don't either. But if you, the longer you go and then um, the harder it gets, I guess. So like the shell, I just want it to like when crack and just let the shell just pop off without... Well, the, taking that, half the egg with yeah. It. Well, the thing with that is, is too, is like that ice will um, like there's that little, I don't know, little sack. <laughs> so what I want to know is how you long? Know what I mean that like that little like, does it have to stuff. boil for seven minutes? I don't think so. Because then it cracks. Remember, it cracks open. Yeah. Does the time start as soon as you put the cold water in? Uh it no. The time starts as soon as the water starts to boil. Okay. <laughs> For seven minutes. I'm trying to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for seven minutes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Are you guys only getting that on one side? Yeah. No, it's hello. right. Hey, hello, yo. Hello, hello, Hi, my name is JC Beaumont, and I'm the host of a podcast named Unspoken Words, and uh, I got this number from a friend. Actually, I got it on a bathroom wall at the mall, so. <laughs> and you are Is this for delivery or for pickup? DiGiorno. Uh, Actually, can you just bring it over? Um, put extra cheese on it, too. <laughs> hey. Extra cheese, $10. You are live sitting here with the Pod Gotti <laughs> and Thumper, and we're all listening to you. And so what say you, sir? Uh, I wish I was there. <laughs> I wish I was in the studio with y'all, for sure. Liar. Not even, no. Not <laughs> even. What? You're hanging out with uh, Biggie. <laughs> Yeah, we're here in Vegas, about inside Caesar's Palace at the moment. We're just walking around. We're going to go to some kind of water show or something. If you see anybody that knows how to cook, ask them how long it takes to boil an egg. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's like numerous restaurants here. I'll, I'll ask. I'll definitely ask. I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. There's some debate going on here as to the proper... Apparently it's seven minutes, but we don't know if that's... Boiling water for seven minutes, or or what? Like once the water boils, then yeah, that makes sense. Seven minutes of boiling. It seems a bit long. Five if you want it runny, like your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, do you keep the stove on, or do you turn it off when the water starts boiling? Oh my god! <laughs> no, it boils for seven minutes. Do you cover it? <laughs> <laughs> and do you throw the salt in before or after it starts boiling? <laughs> what salt? Who yeah. would, what? Is it in your water? I don't know. <laughs> you guys don't. Hey, do you guys throw salt in your? Yeah. Water? Yeah. What does it do? For noodles, like for noodles. <laughs> okay, it's supposed to do that too for boiled eggs. What? No, yeah. isn't it supposed to like help it to boil faster? I'm sure someone here in Vegas knows. I'll go find out. Ask the fanciest restaurant around you. <laughs> All right. Can I talk There's to the head uh, chef, please? <laughs> I have to go live. <laughs> just kidding. So you guys doing the intro part or what? Yeah, we're just, we just got settled in. I was asking him trivia, and one of the questions was, uh, how long does it take to boil an egg? And then we just went off. <laughs> you know, telling crowfair stories one time. Crowfair stories. <laughs> Started telling those Easter stories. <laughs> well, one time I woke up at crowfair and there's 
Just eggshells all around me. <laughs> you found a boiled egg with a bite out of it and it wasn't even peeled yet. Huh? Uh, apparently, I hatched that cofair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time that you hatched. At Cofair. Um, no, hey, no, something weird here, man, for real, like, it's weird being here sober. Huh. Oh. So is that... I've only been here once before, but I was, like, drunk the whole time. So is it, I mean, it probably everywhere you go, you probably just smell booze, too, huh? Uh, Not so much, not so much. I was kind of thinking that, but no, it's all right. Maybe it's just but because every time I've been there, I... too, I was the same way. Yeah, being here, but it's like it's weird. Like nine of my, like by eight o'clock, I'm burnt. I'm done. Dang, that's a lot of walking, huh? Yeah, everything's like so. everything spread out, spaced out. <laughs> really, do tell. <laughs> Only crows would say that. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> no, for real. Like last night, uh, I took a. We went to the what is it like uh, Shark Reef, and it's at the back of uh, Mandalay Bay. From like the entrance of Mandalay Bay to where that place was, I swear it was like half a mile. Man, just walking and walking and walking and walking. Am I cutting out? No, 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 no. We're no. listening. Oh, okay. We're listening to. We're you jealous. Stuff. That's yeah, all. You're worried. Oh, it's freaking Thumper is sitting. Thumper is sitting here, all bundled up like a little old kala with all her blankets. I and am stuff. a kala, <laughs> dressed all traditional, all traditional. <laughs> <laughs> scarf over her head. <laughs> all in, all in. <laughs> right on. No, but uh, yeah, drunk people are annoying. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. Annoying as f. So you got to deal with a lot of those just walking around, huh? Uh, not so much, but my God, there's a double-decker bus here called the Deuce. Oh. We've been riding that around. Uh, yeah, drunk people on there, like, yelling I around. I was get into a scrap the other night. This guy was all drunk and, uh, like, he was just, like, drunk and, like, wasted and, like, I don't even know what he was doing. He started singing and then tried to hand me his vape pen and I was like no I'm good and he was hitting the vape pen in the bus and I was just like ah huh that's what, so things do you think, almost got hairy do you think if you, you think if you were if you were still uh, drinking or if you were drunk at the time you think you would have took a hit oh yeah hell yeah I don't know if I would have joined him would have taught him some uh, some traditional round dance songs huh yeah, we probably would have been on the strip singing. <laughs> I would have joined in. <laughs> that's crazy, though. Yeah, man, I, that's one thing I always said, too, is like when I'm sober, I can't be around drunk people. But oh, I'm, I know, man, for real. And then when I'm it's drunk. Crazy, but yeah, man, there's like, uh, I don't know, like the people on the streets, the homeless folks on the streets, man, like extra taste addicts, man. <laughs> like, for real, man, I feel bad for them. 
But I, oh man, that must be tough. Don't they live in like those tunnels and stuff too? Yeah, like sleeping in bushes, and then they, the ones that get drunk, man, they just stand like on the street yelling at cars. Weird. Hmm. Then you see them later on, then they're not so. How different is that than downtown Billings? So. <laughs> I know. Just not as many. Would you say you used to do that in downtown Billings? <laughs> she still does. <laughs> Standing outside of Monte Carlo. Yeah. You don't know what I've been through. <laughs> you don't know what I'm dealing with. <laughs> you don't know the rest. Yeah. <laughs> is it cold? Is it cold out there? Oh uh, yeah, it's pretty chilly. It's crazy though, man. These people are in like full blown winter gear. Dang. I'm walking around in my cargo shorts and shirt. <laughs> Vest and flip-flops? Yeah. <laughs> but, no, no flip-flops. I got to wear my hokas, man. Oh, There's too much walking going on there. Not good for the Sasquatch feet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. But anyway, I better go catch up to my crew here. All right. Well, we have a good show. Yeah, Thanks for being on, Athena. Keep these guys in line. I'll try. Oh, yeah. She's the worst one. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them out if you need to. <laughs> I get some high ratings. <laughs> your your viewers your viewership will spike, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we should do that down the road. Just bring people on to cuss us out. Oh, what? We should. <laughs> yeah, you can have a guest list a mile long. I know. That'd be cool. <laughs> I just kidding. Likes it too. All right, then, well, y'all stay warm, and I'll see you when I get back. Yes. All right, man. Have fun. Travel safe, yeah. man. Enjoy. Yeah, shout out to the Unspoken Words Disciples. Y'all keep spreading the Unspoken Words gospel, Billy Graham style. All over Sliders. <laughs> Oh, you just had to say that last part. <laughs> and then he hung up. He didn't even give me a chance. Yeah. Because, well, man, he knows that gets on my nerves, bro. Billy Graham? No, no. Oh. Flat Earth. <laughs> flat Earth. He's a flat earther. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Uh, well, he's not here, so I'm going to say it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if he actually believes that. I hope not. But I know he knows it gets on my nerves, so he says it all the time. <laughs> it's like. Oh, and like well, why does it get on your nerves? Because the earth isn't flat. Who cares? I do. <laughs> That's misinformation. Oh God! It's like we don't know if it's flat or not. Uh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, of course we do, man. Haven't you ever heard of physics? Sure. Yeah. There you go. Or is it flat? Do you know what that would mean, though? What? That would mean that we're inside of, like, a big... Box? Yeah, like an aquarium. (laughs) Like, we're lizards. You know what I was thinking? Check this out. I have a question for you. You know how they have, uh, um, like, okay, you can buy, like, fur coats? Yeah. And, you know, like leather handbags, and, they, you know, they make this fashion out of animals. How come they never have fish fashion? You know, like, because fish are, like, really, like, oh, my God, I love your shoes. What are those? And, oh, thank you. They're they're rainbow trout. 
I don't know. I like, you know, like a little they, tuna. Probably because their skin would just dry up and That's what I was going to say. Their scales probably just dry up. But man, that would be like awesome if you can get like an octopus, like wrist, you know, like a um, wristband for your watch because they change colors. Octopus boots. Octopus boots. Yeah. <laughs> now you get some, what do they call them? Galoshes? Yeah. <laughs> They're octopi. <laughs> 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 this is the kind of stuff I think what about. It all now. Those, oh my god! All the tentacles are really hanging out there, and you're really walking down the street <laughs> like fringe at the top. <laughs> the tentacles. But what if they're on the foot by the soles? Hey, every time you step. <laughs> I think we're onto something, my man. Kim Kardashian would buy those. We get her to wear them. Boy, everybody. We'll be, we'll everybody running in the snow. <laughs> I wonder if they'll like grip so you don't slip and slide. Man, yeah. just get stuck. Yeah, oh, get stuck in you. <laughs> Can't even move. <laughs> then you can walk up walls. Oh, walk up walls. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling Spider-Man you. style. <laughs> but anyway, that's kind of. <laughs> Neither here nor there. So, well, I guess we could uh, just jump right into it then, huh? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, usually, what's his? Uh, Josiah will say, hit me with that beat. So, I need somebody to. DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Ayo, let's get into Put our topic. <laughs> Ayo, let's get into our topic. That's okay because that that uh, <laughs> did, you, did you see her start floating up real quick? <laughs> come back down, come back down. I was gonna say it's okay if you butchered it because we tried to do the witcha and it just it just wasn't the same. It wasn't not it found uh, MTA. <laughs> it's just like I tried, but I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not there. I just don't have that magic. Yeah. But anyway, tonight um, our topic will be perseverance, and I did have that article. I don't know if you guys read it. That's okay if you didn't, because I kind of—I mean, I did. But um, there was just one part that I wanted to discuss in there. But we'll just give the definition as I have it right here. It is perseverance—the persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Okay, and then um, I wanted to let me bring up the actual article that I was reading, and we got I got it out of um, Psychology Today, the neuroscience of perseverance. Um, but the part I wanted to read, let me see, I'm scrolling through, scrolling through. Oh, so it's it was talking about dopamine, right? Yeah, and dopamine is the fuel that keeps people motivated <clears throat> to persevere and achieve a goal. Uh, you have the power to increase your production of dopamine by changing your attitude and behavior. Scientists have identified higher levels of dopamine, also known as the reward, reward molecule, as being linked to forming lifelong habits such as perseverance. Um, and it also goes on to say something about like you just giving yourself like a, a con- con- can't even talk Congre- congratulatory statement like you did well yeah or good job you or good yeah. job me 
you know, that will increase your dopamine, which I guess kind of rewires your, your, um, your brain, your brain. Your, what is it? And it, yeah. And, and it builds that, um, perseverance. But, um, I just kind of, I mean, it's something that jumped out at me because, you know, we just did our, uh, two year, um, birthday episode and I just wanted to give you your thoughts, like, like how you see perseverance and then, you know, like, can like how it relates to you in your life or maybe you like for me personally, I, I'll just start off like, um, you know, persevering through a lot of the things that I've been through within the last 10 years. Um, I didn't even real realize that that's what I was doing at the time. Like, man, I just, there was time cause there were times when I would just have to get up and say, man, if I could just make it till 12 o'clock yep. and, and I'll, you know, with, without losing my shit, I'd be okay. <laughs> but, Really, I think, and then, you know, get to the end. It's like, man, I had a good day. I know I, you know, I didn't do, I didn't drink. I didn't even think about it. Or I, um, in the absence of drugs and alcohol, like maybe I handled situations better rather you know, that react and respond kind of thing. And so, you know, recognizing that and then say, telling myself, yeah, you handled that in, in the best way possible. Or, you know, you made it through this week or you made it through this, that, and the other. And I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing was like not only persevering, but building more resilience too. I guess that would go with it. And so it's like, I don't know. In hindsight, it's easy to see, right? It's like, man, I I really did persevere through a lot. And, but now, I mean, in the moment, it's like, it's hard to see that. Um, I just had a conversation with somebody right before we came on and I don't think that individual realizes how much she persevered to get to this point and then you know but then like in the moment like right now when 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 something is going bad then you automatically try to default to that oh no the sky is falling yeah cuz it's easier that way you know um <clears throat> let's see I've been sober since 2009 and i mean that's you think about that 2009 was a long time ago but in my mind that was just like yesterday you know and i think back like holy shit all the stuff that i've gone through from 2009 to to today if i was using i wouldn't be here right now you know i mean i just i do i have to pat myself on the back you know every once in a while like you made it you know you made it through just what we went through in the last couple months, you know, I mean, how easy would that be for us to just give up and start using again? You know, I mean, but just getting up and doing it is like what I used to always say. It's just like a routine, you know, I mean, just routine every day. You have to have a routine. Get up, make your bed, um, go to work, you know, uh, set goals, have a long term goal, but have these small goals to get to that long term goal. And, you know, sobriety is my main goal. Each and every day. And then you know, what you were <clears throat> kind of talking about, like, with all the loss. Yeah. In that, yeah, I, I, in our family. And, that, that I mean, that's, because it seemed like you just barely picked yourself up and then boom. Um, So, yeah. I, I, like, uh, the thing that would get me is, like, people would be like, well, how are you doing it? You know, like, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here and give up? You know, no, I got to get up and 
persevere, you know, every single day. I, that That's crazy you said that because, you know, people would say, well, yeah, how are you doing? But that, I don't, like I would say, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think it's to the point where you develop those skills, those coping skills over time. And then they just, autom- it gets to a point where they just automatically kick in and without even realizing it. It's like there's no other um, choice. Yeah. Like you don't have a choice not to. I mean, I, I, I feel like, I mean, you do have a choice. There's always a choice in everything, right? But I think, I, I feel like as addicts and alcoholics, like when we get to that point of, hey, there is no debate. I can't engage in that type of activity. I have to continue to push through um, facing feelings, facing, you know what I mean? Things that we never uh, faced before willingly. Yeah. Um, I think like like today, <clears throat> well, perseverance is like the ability to push through, right? No matter how we feel. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my definition. But I feel like, especially as natives, it's almost second nature. And then when you look at the addict and the alcoholic, like, man, the ability to push through, like, some circumstances where you shouldn't even be here today, but you still, like, push through, like, you still continue, whether it was, like, making it to the other end of the park, whether it was, like, making it to the ER, whether, like, it was just, like, making it through that day, like, whatever the case may be, like, the ability to persevere, I think, is in each and every one of us, but sometimes we have the wrong glasses on, uh, so to speak, you know, because... when we come to sobriety and you've heard me say it before, it's like, man, nothing ever stopped us in sobriety or in, in, in addiction. But when it comes to sobriety, we find every excuse to not persevere. But once like for me, like when I look back on my life, like, like I, I'm coming up on eight years. I'm like, man, like we've been through a lot. Like, man, like I remember when me and my daughter's belongings fit in my suburban and there was still room. You know what I mean? Like, and then now, because of the weather, like, I was able to switch cars today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, having the ability, it's not about the vehicle, but it's, like, the ability, like, to push through things that I felt, like, would have killed me or should have killed me. Yep. Like, mentally, I'm not even talking about, like, drugs and alcohol. I'm talking about, like, real life. Like, yeah. when you feel like you can't go on, when, like, man, it feels like the world's against you, like... You know what I mean? Like, when it's hard to even freaking walk out the door, when it's hard to even open up the blinds, like, those, like, when, but then you look at your kids, like, for me, like, I look at my daughter, and I'm like, man, like, I can't, I can't give up, like, I can't, I don't have the option to give up. And I think our thought process, you know, I was talking with somebody yesterday about that, um, the way we think, the way we feel, the way we act, the way we talk, you know, has a lot to do with it. It's like our own little hula hoop, and that's what we're in control of, yeah. you know? And if we let our thoughts go to, oh, man, I can't do this because there's so many obstacles in front of me, Shh, get up, go do it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, knock those obstacles out of the way and get to that ending point, you know? I mean, it's just so easy for somebody to just give up. You yeah. know, but and I think early on too, for a, a lot of people, myself included, like I didn't realize that I even had a choice. Like you know, I was so set in my ways that okay, this happened, so now I got to go drink. Whether it's good, it could be good or bad. 
Yep. Yeah. But that was just my, okay, this happened and it was great, so now I get to go celebrate. Or this happened and it was terrible, so now I have to go be miserable and, you know, try to drown my sorrows. And not really realizing that I had a choice to say, okay, there's another way that it might not be easy, but the end the end game is a lot better than, you know, basically running around in that circle, that cycle of yeah. destruction. Destruction. And, and you know, you, you brought up a point, too, like when you were talking about, you, you know, when it was snowing and you can change cars. You know, I remember there was a time when, you know, you probably heard this story, like when I was standing up at the Walmart, by Walmart in the Heights, and it was snowing. <clears throat> And I'm standing out there with my bags of groceries waiting for the bus. And I remember my, my dad always, you know, <laughs> one time I, I, I was, um, I didn't have anything to eat. And I was eating like potted meat out and crackers. And I was watching TV and man, they had like those golden corral commercials and they're eating steak and blah. Oh man. And I told him about that and he goes, well, he goes, he goes, always remember that. He goes, because now you can look back and you can laugh. He goes, one of these days you'll be eating a steak mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll remember you know, man, I made it this far. And that's what I think about, like, um, like driving my little car, you know, driving around and and I don't have to wait for the stand out there in the snow. Yeah. I remember one time I, I went and I, I don't know where I lost my wallet. And it was the last bus run and my bus pass was in there. And I, as soon as the bus pulled up, and I was like, oh, man, I lost my wallet. I lost it in Walmart. But luckily that driver, she goes, oh, I'm the one that dropped you off. She goes, I know you had a bus pass. She goes, I'll take you back down. And she she brought me back down, and I remember things like that. So, like, I don't think, like, my perseverance came from, an, like, on an island. Like, it was just me. Like, it, it helped that I had a lot of support um, from a lot of people. And, and, you know, by the grace of God that, that you know, people out there like that exist. Like, okay, I, I, I gave you a ride up here, so I remember you, so I'll give you a ride back. So, I mean, when she could have said, nah, yeah. you got you to gotta walk back. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. figure it out. So, like, I think that is, I think that has, a, you know, plays into it because it makes me realize that, you know, I'm standing there freaking out, thinking, oh, no, how am I going to get all this stuff back? I don't even know where my wallet is. And then everything works out in the end. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't ideal, but, and I eventually got my wallet back. There was no money in it, but I got everything else back. Somebody mailed it to me. <laughs> But I mean, you know, things like that. I mean, that's that's to me those those type of stuff that. Oh, and I remember I was telling you about when I got out of prison and I missed the bus. Yeah. And like I, they said, yeah, if, if anything happens, you got to call this number. So yeah. I called that number and and I ended they don't up. Care. No, they came and put me right back in prison. Arrested you right on the spot. They put me in the hole even. <laughs> And I thought, call like, this and we'll help you. Yeah, at, we'll help you and back the, in yourself. And the, and the uh, psychologist came and saw me in the hole, and she was like, "Well, it couldn't have happened to a more resilient person." And I told her, "I don't want to be resilient. I want to be on my way home." Tired of being resilient. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but I mean, you know, things like that. Oh. It's like it's like in the moment, it's like, man, this sucks. This sucks. But. Like that hindsight, you, I think you have to look back and then say, okay, I did make it through that and I did a good job and I handled it the best best way that I could have. I think that's one of the key parts too, especially when we come to uh, recovery is like being kind to ourselves. I know like I've, I've mentioned it, but like my therapist is just, you know, she encourages um, self, like self-compassion, self-love. And once I started using that, man, I'm like, yo, this is a game changer. Like being nice to myself, like it's easy to be nice to my neighbor. Like, you know what I mean? 
easy to it's easy to be nice to the person at the gas station like man thank you no that's fine that's fine but when it comes to me and if i don't uh do something to my like what i have set in my mind as a standard or whatever then i'd be so unforgiving i'd be so like mean to myself but it's like you know what i mean like and yeah like you know like um like what i was thinking it was like if somebody comes up to you and says you know, looks up to you and say, okay, this person has been there and done that. So I, they, maybe they can offer good advice. Then I give you good advice. Like, oh, you should do this and hang in there and do that. But then when it comes to me, I'm like, oh, no, you, you need to try harder. You're not, you know, man up or, you know, just be really hard on myself. Yeah. Like, but you can offer that support and love and um, advice to other people. But when it comes to me, then all of a sudden it's, it's different. Like, not being kind to yourself. We say the words. Yeah. yeah, like, oh, you're this, you're that. And then we, yeah, I don't know, like, leave it. Um, but yeah, perseverance is a huge one, I think, especially for our people because of what we've fought through. Like, of, of, I feel like if, especially for a Native American, like, if you come from the reservation, you already know, like, a certain amount of things that you have to push through. You know, like life's just a little bit harder, not not worse than anybody else's. But I feel like as a and the reason why I say that is like my daughter and her, her cousin brothers, like I took them to play basketball the other day and they're younger. Um, but I was like, man, in my mind, I was like, man, like if these kids were from Watchgrass, you know, they'd already be kind of kind of know. Yeah, they yeah. would already kind of know. Um, but they've been a little bit sheltered and, and like, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. But, but then on the other hand, it's like, okay, so how do you instill that perseverance? How do you instill like that discipline to be like, okay, like no matter how you feel, you still got to get through this. Like you still got to get this done. You still have to like, life's happening right now, but at the same time, like this needs to be done. And that's funny that you use basketball as that, because I look at my kids and their, you know, their sports, basketball, volleyball, whatever. And it's such a huge life lesson. You know, I mean, to us, yeah, basketball on the res is ball is life. Yeah. It, but it brings so much life lessons also. You know, yes. I mean, I just think back to my son and, you know, like he, he's a good little baller, you know, and just the ups and downs and now. I used to always tell him you 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 do this and you think about this and then you know you're you're hurting right now and then you go back you know you go on with your life and you're going to say oh yeah I remember that you know that helped me get yeah. through life you know because not everybody's nice yeah <laughs> not everybody's nice that's for sure I'm nice <laughs> <laughs> I wish they wouldn't do that <laughs> 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 What happened? <laughs> oh, I was telling her about um, your your situation with uh, the, the, your group downstairs. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I don't really know what to say when he talks about it." It's like, but like, I wish they wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I trying to be supportive, but not knowing what yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I wish they wouldn't do that. <laughs> kind of a hard situation, but, I think. But just like with anything else, you roll with the punches, you know. Yep. Yeah. Life lessons. Yeah, absolutely. Life lessons. Yep. And, and you know, like with um perseverance too it's like like i think at some point you have to tell yourself i made it this far and i can i can make it to the next thing too and and i know it's hard like in the moment we always talk i always talk about like being in that moment like being at that bus stop in the snow 
and thinking, oh, man, this, this is what my life is. Or I can say, you know what? That sucked, but yep. I made it home. Yeah. That's and tomorrow that, is going to be another day. A better day. A better day. And then even I if think, it's not. Even if it's not. Even if it's not, still another opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also like, you know, like what Josiah always says, you know, hit that pause button. Or a call timeout. He says you have unlimited timeouts. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we like to use those sports analogies too. And what I always say is, or what somebody told me once was, it's never too late to start your day over. Like, that makes so a lot of true. sense. It's like, so true. you could be 20 minutes from your scheduled bedtime and say, you know what? The rest of my day, I'm going to enjoy the shit out of it. <laughs> I'm going to do me. <laughs> exactly. And, and That's what my daughter was saying that last night. She was like, because she was talking to one of her coaches, and she's like, well, wh- how come you didn't come to practice? And she goes, well, my dad just got home from driving, and he sat down and just started playing his game. <laughs> <laughs> told on me <laughs> you're like i needed my me time yeah i'm like man but I we don't... do you know i mean we're constantly going yeah. with our kids and we just need a timeout. You sometimes know? you just need that hour like you know what i mean like even if you're not doing nothing you just need that freaking reset like hey boom 20 minutes 10 minutes left you know yep or i'm not going today because I did, I actually, yeah, because I drove back from prior that day, and man, the roads were horrible, especially in my car. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, all the all the ice was wet. <laughs> like, melted, though, you know what I mean? And then it's like, man, the sun setting. And, <laughs> and with that, should we see what uh, Jos- Josiah had to say? He left me a couple of messages. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, play yeah. these out and see what he... And that'll probably um, trigger some more responses. Hey, this is Mo Hugs, not Drugs, calling in today, phoning in, phoning, phoning this episode in. No, I'm, playing. I'm out of town this week. Over here in Vegas with the family. Now we're walking all over. Man, these puppies are tired. They're tired. They're tired, man. Someone help me. Someone come drive for me. I can't walk anymore. Come drive for me. Not because I'm too tired, but because I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. Help me. Help me, Kaduk. Hang in there. Hang in there. You know what's all uh, right? I'm over here. Um, yeah, we've been here since Monday, seen some shows, getting out and about. Uh, but it's good. Um, I'll be busy this right now. I'm calling, it's like about 11 30 here, so it's probably like 12 30 in Montana in Billings. So just calling right now because from here on out, it's gonna get busy and gotta get to bed early. Gotta be up at 3 a.m. Get on, get to the airport by four. But um, yeah, I'll be back in the studio next week. Um, yeah, I just wanted to thank Dina for coming in this week um, as a guest, talking about the topic. I hope you guys are having a, a good evening right now. But uh, yeah, the topic talking about how 
and a better behavior is releasing that dopamine to help with uh, getting out of addiction, either substances or tobacco or, you know, formulating better habits on that release of dopamine. Yeah, that's totally, I get that. I feel that. Um, And it's something that I know early on, uh, just getting out, moving more, especially first getting to recovery, getting out, moving more, walking. I tried to walk a lot. I know that was, um, that was something I set out to do to be, get more active. And about six months into my recovery, uh, we worked at um, the local Grimrock Foundation as a rehabilitation tech, a.k.a. glorified. So that didn't work out, man. <laughs> when I was recording that button, I didn't forgot the mics were hot, and me and Athena were just sitting here talking, gabbing away. So, oh my God, he's gonna kill me! Are we still recording? Or are you pausing? No, no, we're we're hot right now. But I'm just trying to explain to our listeners why there was two of me and two of Athena, and in my, <laughs> in my laugh oh, in the background, man, Josiah, I love you, brother. One thing that stood out to me that he said was, um, you know, making goals, setting goals for yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do that just on a daily. Because if I don't do that, I'll be off track, you know, so. Do you think that, like, that kind of, like, goes back to what you were saying, like, um, uh, routine? Yeah. Or is that something different? Or is it part of the same thing? I think it's part of, just part of my routine. Is is to set goals for the day and then... Especially for my work day, you know? I mean, get so caught up in my work and if I don't set goals for myself to drink water or, you know, take time out from my desk, my computer or whatever, you know, or, um, man, I just get caught up. Yeah, I mean, I, I get like that too because I have so much to do in one day at work. That if I think, oh, my God, I got to do all that. No, I don't have to do all that stuff. I have to do this right now in front of me. And then I can go to the next thing. That's how I kind of, I mean, I can relate to that, too. And and it is goals. It's like, if I can do this, then I can do that. Then I can do the next thing. And then pretty soon it's like, okay, you can go home now. Like, oh, all right. Bye. See you later. It's time to go home. And if I write it down, and then it's not so overwhelming, too. Writing list down? Yep. Man, I used to think those were kind of corny, but if you go with your schedule, it kind of... My day flies by. Yeah. I think, yeah, like, I like um, to help me, you know, as far as making the day go by, is, like, rather than looking at the clock, like, I use those, um, like, I don't know, I guess you could call it, like, a milestone or a point. Like, if I finish this particular task, then... You know, it'll take up this much, just X amount of time. Yeah. And then before I know it, it's just like, man, I don't, I don't even have enough time. Yep. We never do. That's how I used to be at Western Sugar, right? Because it's like an eight-hour shift. Like, that's not even bad or whatever. But, like, every two hours, you would have a break. Like a mandatory, uh, was it 15-minute break? Yeah. Yeah. You get, like, a break. Uh, so you start at 8, get a break at 10. And then get another break at, well, lunch break at noon, then a break at two. So kind of divide my day into, like, quarters. Yeah. Or if I, you know, like, if I was at Pacific, I'd kind of have this, like, just different goals. Because uh, a lot of them 
a lot of that work that I did made me want to quit, <laughs> you know, like shoveling yeah. freaking like backbreaking work. And I'm like, man. And then now it's kind of funny because I had to buy a battery for my Suburban today and I went and bought that battery, but I told the guy, I looked at, he goes, you want to change it out or should I? I go, man, you know what? It feels good to just chill. Go ahead and go and do it. You know? And he just kind of started laughing and he, and I go, man, I said, I, I don't miss this, you know? Working in it. Working yeah, in, it. in the yeah. freaking cold, man. Like, no matter how cold it is, like, being outside, no matter how hot it is, being outside and, and still have to get your job done. So, I mean, but there's, you know, finding little wins throughout your day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that translates to, like, the bigger picture, too. Is like, okay, I don't have to do everything all at once, right? I can just take it one step at a time. Yep. And, that, and we, we always, we, we're talking about those uh, recovery cliches and they say one day at a time. But I mean, it's it's true. Yeah. I mean, they, they would probably wouldn't say it for so long and keep trying to. Man, some days one day at a time is too much, and so one moment at a time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to take it like an hour. If I can make it through this hour, like, okay, so there, I got uh, recently, I I got a guy who's helping me, and I used to do a two man job by myself for like a year, but he started helping me. But he goes and covers for another guy's lunch break half an hour, and then after that, he takes his lunch. And when he comes back, then I can go to my lunch. But there's that hour where everything was, you know, kind of back to where where I first started, and I have to do everything by myself. And so that kind that those times I was like, man, if I got it, I just got to make it through this. Like if I could just do this task yeah. right now, yep. and then pretty soon that hour just goes by, and you know, like it it translates to that bigger picture. Like, oh man, I I I, I got to get a battery for my car because I just had to get one too. Yeah, for my car, and I went outside, and it wouldn't like. Oh, it said uh, it was overheating, and it was like it wasn't like snowing; it was just cold. And so, I, man, so I called up my boss, and I'm like, "Man, my car won't start." And I was all right. He goes, "Where are you at? I'll come pick you up." So he came and got me, and then after work, my dad picked me up. And then, uh, well, but in, in between, like during my lunch break, I googled it. I googled that Fiat, and it says that when the battery is is starting to die. The sensors mm. all act up. So that's why it said it was overheating, mm. that sensor. So when I got back from work and I got that new battery, I went just to try it, just to turn it over. And here everything went off. Like the airbags were deployed. <laughs> and I had low ding, oil. Ding, yeah, <laughs> like all these things started popping up. And I'm like, oh, that has to be what it is. And I changed out the battery. And, man, it fired right up. Like nothing even happened. Yeah. And so, like, man, I was like, okay, well, I just made it through that day, got the battery in there, and then all of a sudden everything was okay. And so I think that goes back to what we've been talking about is like just like a minor setback. Yeah. Is you it, know, it, and working through it. Rather yeah. than all of a sudden, you know, oh my God, the sky is falling and I'm not going to make it. And what am I going to do? And my car is. I probably would have went to one of those previously. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs> I got to sell this car now. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got to sell this car. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Make a bad situation worse. Start kicking the car. <laughs> on needs of battery change. <laughs> start start pulling out all kinds of plugs and but wires. And busted out window and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Shattered windshield. I mean, you think about that, but, you know, we still react that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, back to our old behaviors to a point, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, I always act like the sky's falling, you know, all the time. I'll call my mom. 
the sky's falling. No. <laughs> the sky's <is> falling. <laughs> <laughs> My car won't start, so I broke the windshield. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Kick the fender. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> but then after I vent, then I'm like, kind of laugh at myself, you know? Like <laughs> That reminds me of a story, you know, like my Suburban, right? Like, it's not the prettiest looking thing, but I remember, like, stuff, right? And I remember when I changed the transmission, I had to change the battery. And, man, even then, like, it was tough. But I changed the battery, but right before I changed it, man, uh... I forgot what I was trying to fix, and man, it took longer than usual. So I came out of my house, and my brother was like teasing me, you know, because he knew I was pissed off. And he kind of egged it on, and man, I had my freaking pair of tool, and I freaking threw that sucker, and I missed my back window by a couple inches. <laughs> so it wasn't just a funny little story, huh? <laughs> yeah. But, and then there's like two marks there in the paint, you know, that. Like, I see, and every time when I, I'm on that side of the vehicle, I see it. I'm like, man, I remember that day. I'm like, no, it ain't even that bad. You know? <laughs> I was just caught up in my emotions, and I freaking threw my tool. <laughs> All mad at your brother? Yeah, I'm mad at my brother, and he's trying to hurt my car. Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, it's funny that you say that because, like, we, we've all seen people, like, in our lives, you know, react that way. And, you know, like, oh, there goes the tool. That's going to help. Yeah. <laughs> through his tool, through his windshield. That's going to help. You know, he's trying to be all judgy about it. Like, and this guy's, and then when it's your turn, is like, seemed like a rational, fun, or like a, a good good idea at the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, I, I get like that. Like, for me, I've said this a thousand times, like, but for me, like, I like start like catastrophizing and then like making stuff up right like yeah. oh then this is gonna happen and then they're gonna, this is gonna happen and all of a sudden then the sky really will be falling and man i just so then i have to like stop okay hold on yep. wait a minute wait yeah. a minute okay Put yourself in check real quick yeah exactly that's exactly it that's take a breather take a breather vent to somebody that always helps um breathing Josiah is always talking about journaling. I think there's something powerful about writing something down and you then release getting, it, getting rid you know? of it. You know, like, right in your mind, track. and you—it's you, like releasing it. So, so yeah, I mean, any way, any way you can get rid of it in a healthy way, because I, I think to deny it is not the right thing. Mm-mm. And like, in other words, like, oh, just uh, uh, man up. I guess would be a term we would use. I don't know what you would say. Maybe you'd say the same thing. I don't know. Come on, thumper, man up. Cowboy up. Cowboy up. There you go. Cowboy up and then try to brush it under the rug because I, I, don't, I don't think that's right either because it, it exists. I mean, we're human beings, right? We we have emotions and we have yeah. ups and downs. But I think the the most important thing now is that we're learning how to deal with it. Definitely. The follow through. The follow through. Um, not that the response, not the reaction. Yeah. And I think that all goes back to that. Uh, not only resilience, but perseverance is what we were talking about. Because in perseverance, there's always going to be some sort of setback, you know, yeah. but it's how how do you manage through that or what solutions are you going to do to get through that, you know, I mean. And one of the things that I, like, going through all those programming and stuff, um, they, they always used to like. There's five basic truths, and the first one was life isn't fair. It's how you deal with it that matters. Mm. And I think that that one always stuck with me. I can't even remember the other ones really. That's funny because with mine, it was um, 
fair is what you take your kids to in the summer. So I don't, like, that's not fair. You know, I always, I don't use, I try not to use that because I think of that automatically. You know, fair is what you take your kids to in the summer. So try to yeah, and, go and around I, that. I mean, what do they say? It rains on the just and the unjust yeah. alike. So, I mean, no matter how good we're doing, we're just gonna have we're just gonna have to deal with life. I mean, that's just the truth of it. But I don't think we we don't have to collapse. We don't have to default back into negative behaviors. We sure as hell don't have to use because nope. that I know for a fact is not the answer. It's like seeing that tool fly through the air. It's like, oh, that's gonna help. Yeah, you know? it just makes it like a there's. I've heard it put this way, like, there's nothing in life so bad that drinking and using won't make it worse. Yeah. Um, so, anything else? Not really. I think we persevered through this episode, and hopefully... Uh, <laughs> Pushed through. <laughs> I hopefully um, Josiah has forgiveness in his heart. Oh, my gosh. No, I think it... Yeah, I mean, it'll be all right, man, just like everything else. I, I, I feel like we'll just roll with it. Um, <laughs> there's nothing we can do <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh, anyway. but i think taking a deep breath and just laughing at you know the situation i think will help we're human yeah i on the other hand am perfect in every which way <laughs> oh and it's really hard to be like that and be humble at the same time but i am yeah. you know i mean that's just yeah you're perfect <laughs> <laughs> I'm Only on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> I was being facetious. <laughs> oh, shucks. But yeah, that's what it is with perseverance. Um, that's all you guys got. That's all we got. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it feels like there's a lot more on perseverance, but I feel like we've hammered it home pretty good. Pretty good, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, like. I don't know, man. Life happens, and, you know, like, I, I, I guess I had a dilemma like that today. Um, it's just like, okay, what happens, you know? Like, what happens, but I feel like persevering is like, okay, what would, what would you do if life didn't happen today? And you just show up and do your best, yep. you know? Um, and I kind of want to dedicate this episode to my bro, Mandel, Spotted Horse. He passed away today about noon, um, it, so it's kind of heavy, but... You know, you persevere and you push through. You got to you gotta handle your obligations, man. And I think drinking and, and using is never the answer. But it's facing your emotional problems, facing everything head on. No matter how you feel, feeling that. If you feel happy, feel happy. If you feel sad, feel sad. But embrace that feeling because when we don't, that's what leads to, you know, more consumption of, of more drugs and more alcohol. I think, like for myself. You know, when I didn't have a healthy outlet, so. And that's exactly what we're trying to prevent is is going back to that. Because I, I don't know, man, if I go back, I don't know if I can get out this time. I think I might have used up all my chips. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you guys, man, for bringing all that good stuff. Um, we can end on a, on a happy note. Oh. Are you guys ready for the holidays? Not like you got all your shopping and stuff done, but are you ready to get ready for the holidays? I started I didn't even shopping. Start. Did they, you? When? Yeah. They, they, like they, last week. Okay. Really? I mean, I have a big family. Oh, wow. So yeah. 
you know, I I started getting small things, and I have to. Otherwise, it's just. But but you're a lady, so ladies are smarter than guys. I was telling uh, one of my coworkers earlier, I was like, yeah, I'll do everything on the 23rd. <laughs> I used to do that. <laughs> Wait till the last paycheck yeah. before Christmas. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, I don't know what to do, so just get a bunch of gift cards. I mean, the older I get, I feel like the more responsible I am. This year, especially. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. I used to have an aunt, man, that would shop. She would always hit the sales, you know, and then at Christmas time, she would have gifts for everybody. Yep. And I'm like, how did she do that? But my mom told me, like, she would shop throughout the year. Oh, so it was a year throughout the year? Yeah. Okay. And then one of my siblings does that now. She kind of shops year-round. And, yeah, I'm... I've always been a bad gift giver, you know? It's like, <laughs> I buy somebody a gift. I'm like, hey, check this out. Open it. Right? Yeah. You want like, to give it to them right then. Can't even stash it away, you know? Yeah. I think that's half the fun, though, is like, um, oh, man, I read somewhere in one of those psychology or neuroscience articles that giving, or like the, <clears throat> the actual, um, I guess, neuroscience of it, of giving is better than receiving. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, and I think it, because I get that too. Like, man, I wanted to um, get all this kind of stuff, but I can't wait to give it to somebody. Yeah. Right? Like, if I got some, got you something, and I'm like, oh, your your birthday's in a in a couple of weeks, but no, nah, here, I got this for you, and then open yeah. it now. I love to give gifts. Hey, I'm gonna buy you that. Check this out. Yep. <laughs> here you go. Open it. Open it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did to my mom and my sister recently. <laughs> Couldn't even wait. Like I, I mean, I get like that. Like if, like, um, like I beaded my mom's hat, and she goes, "Oh, how much do I owe you?" And then, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, just have it. I think mine is like, you know, goes back to my addiction. I was never. I always took. Yeah. You know, I took, took, took from everybody, and so now that I'm sober and I. You know, have a decent paycheck. I love to gift my siblings and my mom and just my kids. I just try my best to. Yeah, and but like I said, it feels good though. And I mean, I think it's cool to. Everybody able, loves gifts. Everybody loves to get a a, a gift card to um, Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> I was reading something, uh, was it today or yesterday, but they were talking about um, if somebody gave you a $30 gift card, you know, they're like, that's not just $30. That's like three hours out of this person's day that they worked to provide you with a card, right? Like, we don't think about things like, I know I don't. And for me, it kind of hit me hard. I'm like, ah, 20 bucks, what am I going to do with 20 bucks? Right. You know, not realizing like, this person is working, laboring, you know, for that, to give you that gift. And it kind of puts things in perspective because, you know, especially when you're parenting, it's like, okay. Uh, that's funny you said that because I think it was last year um, at my job, they they handed out a, I get direct deposit, so I just get the stub. But they gave it to me in an envelope, and then there was a gift card to Albertsons in there, and it was $75. Nice. And I thought, oh, man, that's really cool. And then I, like, because I, so I started going to Albertsons for lunch and using that card. And then, man, I used it in, like, a week. 
And then all of a sudden, I'd I, use it in a day. I start. <laughs> I was gonna I say that's like three bags of groceries right there. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'd go and get like lunch, and then then after my seventy five dollars was gone, then I tried to get all sour about it. Oh, that wasn't even enough, man. It last a week, man. Man, this guy. Be who grateful. Is, who is right? this guy? My so, birthday's coming up on Saturday, and my husband and my kids are like, "What do you want? What do you want?" But it's like I'm so used to giving that. I, and anything that I want or need, I buy myself. Uh, so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Well, they, we'll, we'll let them listen to this episode. So what do you want? Um, what would you like? I knew that they were going to ask me that. So I started planning before, like thinking of things that I want. Want, not that I need. Yeah, yeah. And so I really want a um, blanket ladder. A what? You know, like a okay, blanket ladder yeah. so I can display my Pendletons on it. Oh. And so I keep telling my husband that's what I want. I'm like, you can buy one on Amazon. And he's like, I don't want to buy one on Amazon. And so he took me to Lowe's last night. And he's like, all right, I'm going to make you one. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I want it for my birthday. <laughs> so we'll see. He bought all the material for it, and we'll see if I... That's pretty cool. I was going to say... I mean, nope. Why don't you just get a ladder? Then you can hang... Well... No, I'm just kidding. I'm there, just kidding. I mean, we looked, and it's just, they're all, like, metal ladders, so... Yeah, the I pallet. get mm. No, I've seen some, like, pretty pretty dope creations, you know, like out of pallets and stuff. Yeah. I bet your husband will probably make a really good one for you, though. I'm hoping so. He has all the material, and he is excited to make it. So he's like, how tall do you want it? I was like, to the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) I got to display all my (laughs) Make it even on both sides. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do a good job, you can make me another one. (laughs) Because you're going to get more blankets. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, like, if somebody asked me that, I'd probably have a hard time with it, too. Like, I don't know, what would I want? Like, there's a million things that I want, but like you said, if I wanted it, I'll go get it. Yep. And so, anything would be good, I guess. Yeah, really. I mean, I just, just being around my kids is what I want, so. I want my gross pay. I don't want my net pay. Right. (laughs) Man, can you imagine the, the the world of difference that would make? Man. I want to make, I want to win the lottery, but I don't play the lottery, so. You got to play to win. <laughs> That's what I was saying, too, like, because it was just not like $2 billion? Yeah. Yeah. Some guy in California won it. Probably already had a lot of money, too. I know. Probably somebody that didn't even need it. <laughs> Like we really need. You ever just, see some people like say, some people are just good at winning stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. Is it just their aura or something? Uh, well, I know Man, I don't win nothing. They, I know there's this um, somebody in down south, one of those southern states. They won the lottery like three times. Holy Damn. cow! Not like those big mega jackpots, but you know, like a hundred, couple hundred here, couple hundred thousand there. Like, yeah, wow, three times. I just want to win five bucks. I'll take a hundred spot. I was going to say something, but I'll say it off air. 
<laughs> no, no, I don't know, man. Can you at least hint around? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know, but uh, my brother won pretty significant amount oh okay okay All right. um, I, I understand now that why you would save that for later yeah trying to put nobody on blast like that yeah okay. so it but, was uh, pretty make sure significant you tell, last make last, sure you uh, tell me his name afterwards and i'll go hit him last up. december <laughs> <laughs> i'll hit him up <laughs> I'm, I'm randy's new brother so now that makes us brothers <laughs> <laughs> Can I have five bucks? Can I have five bucks? <laughs> I remember yeah, one time. I had a couple zeros on there. I remember one time Josiah came in before I had my car and he was going to come and pick me up and give me a ride. And he pulled up and I went up to his window and I was just messing around. Hey, bro, you got a couple bucks? And he goes, Really? How much do you need? And I, <laughs> but I was just, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> he, was gonna, he was really going to give me a couple of dollars. <laughs> Why? What do you need? I'm like, man, that's a good bro right there. <laughs> I would have rolled up my window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give the you enough way, for huh? a bus. <laughs> Look here's, the other here's, way. here's enough for a bus fare. A little crack of your window. Uh, shoot. Well, I had one of my clients trying to ask for a ride to the store the other day, and he's like, I'll put I'll put some gas in for you. Like, man, tempting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, you know how pricey gas is nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> I know one uh, one of my coworkers is saying that another coworker asked him for gas money, and he goes, "I wasn't about to give him no twenty spot." And he said, "I had seven dollars, so I gave him seven dollars, and here he didn't even show up for work." Wow! <laughs> <laughs> like a gallon and a half. I was like, like, but but still, I was like, well, what happened to your seven dollars? I don't know. I guess that's neither here nor there. But I thought that was kind of a funny story. <clears throat> well, guys, I think that was a pretty good episode. 107 committee. 107 committee. Thank 107. you <laughs> to Miss <laughs> Athena Thumper Stewart for coming in and filling in uh, as a guest host. You're always welcome here. You know that. Yes, thank oh. you. And, um, yeah, come back. Anytime. I know what I was going to ask you, and I don't even care if this is on there. When can I get my hair done? Hmm. I'll have to look at my schedule because Fancy's starting to play basketball on the weekend, so. Oh. So I gotta go around that schedule. Awesome. Okay. I was just wondering because yeah, I'm my roots are showing. <laughs> I need to go platinum again. Yep. How long does that last? Just I mean you know as long as as fast as my hair grows I guess. Like the color doesn't go out; it's just that my hair grows out. Couple months. Couple months. Well, I, now it's just like the just the, tip. the tippy tip tips. Cool. And then do they do it that color because they're gonna dye it another color? Mm. Is that why you bleach it? I mean, it just depends on what the person's oh. going for. Cause my daughter had her hair dyed or whatever, and it wasn't even gonna be that color. It was a different color, but they they bleached you, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because she probably has dark brown hair and she probably wanted okay. red or whatever. So to get that, you have to bleach it out. I wanted blue. Like that blue. Like a Smurf blue? Yeah, like a Popsicle blue. But then when I went, when I went, when I made it all, like all blonde, I was like, yeah, that looks kind of cool. Yeah. You look so. like K 
Ken the Barbie doll. Ken <laughs> it matches him though. I mean the the. I wanted. Dog. I told her I wanted to look like Gwen Stefani. Did she like? Who's that? No, I did not. Didn't she say that? No. Oh, okay. Maybe it was somebody else. But yeah, just pure platinum, like uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yep. So anyway. So- we shall wrap it up. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners um, for joining us for this episode. Uh, Josiah will be back in full force next week. Uh, this was 107. You guys got anything to, any burning desires, as they say? Oh. I just got a message from my daughter. She's in Florida right now. She's going to play in her conference tournament. And she had a... Um, banquet and she got um freshman of the year freshman of the year yeah. awesome second Man. team all conference she plays volleyball for haskell indian nation so there you go <laughs> yes. if anything deserves the neck flaps that deserves the neck flaps <laughs> yes congratulations you know why we say that why because when we when i use every time i used to hit that and i said it reminds me of that dinosaur on jurassic park remember <laughs> so then it turned into That's neck what flaps I was thinking <laughs> so now it's not a lulu it's neck flaps hit the neck flaps yeah but yeah that's pretty pretty awesome uh you want to tell them your, her name maria jane stewart maria jane stewart congratulations nice. on that accomplishment, we will be watching your career with great interest here at Unspoken yes. Words. Yeah. So, anything else? How about you, Randy? You good? I was just going to say when I was in that moment, man, I didn't like cliches. I hated them. What do you mean? <laughs> like when I was in, you know, when I had, in times of persevering. Oh, yeah. Like, like, man, one of the things I heard, I hated the most is when somebody would give me a cliche answer. I'm like, oh, no, I don't need that right now. <laughs> Or like how that psychologist said, oh, it couldn't have happened to a more resilient yeah, person. Yeah, bro. <sighs> I don't need that right now. I need to get out. <laughs> you know, I like, need to be on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to me to throw this at you? <laughs> <laughs> He's known for throwing things. Don't give him a she answer. That's crazy. Yeah, but it's funny that you brought that up, though, because, I mean, I get it. It's like it just almost... I don't want to say it makes you feel worse, but it's just like, ugh. It's like one of those, yeah, super frustrating things that you can't do nothing about, you know? Yep. Yeah. Well, just take it one day at a time. <laughs> just take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> and then all you want, ah, oh, shut up. Yeah. I didn't even told you anything. I know. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, with that, man, we shall sign off. Thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to... Spread the unspoken words, gospel Billy Graham style, and we are out. Peace. You all flat earth. What's up, Holler Richie Boy? This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Hey, yo, it's Randy B, a.k.a. Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire. AKA Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.
You're not getting away with that. The earth is not flat. 